You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. It's not another Buffalo podcast with Logical John. I saw Patrick Mahomes do some pretty reckless stuff and no one's calling him sugar high. Funny guy, Pat. How'd you like to be Trevor Lawrence though? You're like, all right, man, here I go. First overall pick. I'm going to Florida. I'm from the panhandle, seeing my mom and dad every weekend. And then it's like, you just signed up for a job. And in the interview, they were like, oh, we like to have a lot of fun here. You know, and then you get the job the first day at work and the entire cubicle's on fire and your boss is taking a dump on the carpet. And stats guy, Brando. We have, we have this trust built uh, on, you know, whatever it is, like Bibles and gold bricks and whatever Brandon Bean's drinking over there. Well, it's an old intro, but it checks out. But Hey, it throws us back to the times that this show carried a winning betting record. So it's a good throwback. We're, we're back to that. We're back to that. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, welcome to Not Another Buffalo Podcast. I am John. I'm here with Pat and Brando. How you guys doing? Good. Better. 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 Brando's bets had a had a good weekend. So it was a good weekend. Yeah, Pat. How about you? Yeah, living the dream, man. <laughs> Every time. Every time. No snow on the ground. You know me. I'm loving it. Not Dude, yet. I, December first. I mowed the lawn down here. <laughs> like you had to mow your lawn. <laughs> yeah. Dang. Yeah, so I, I got a riding lawnmower, but yeah, and so it's it's, it's fun. it was, <laughs> it was actually family, mostly, man. It was it was mostly for the leaves at this point. Uh, so, yeah. but so cut a little bit of grass, and it was it was like sixty degrees, and it was it hit seventy three today here. So, oh. yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like a d- when I say that, that yeah, kind of stuff. You, <laughs> sorry, I realized that. What you said there was nineteen bleeps. I swore nineteen times in the last episode. No, no, I think no, that, no, was no. Po- that was that was the Colts episode. Yeah, nineteen bleeps was like our total bleeps for uh, the. Uh, that was actually post Jags loss. Gotcha. And I saw no, you no, tweet no. on Twitter. No, I I tweeted it as a joke because you know gotcha. we were making donations to the the food bank of Northwest Louisiana and everyone was doing it in increments of twenty seven dollars because Trey White's number is twenty seven, right? And I was just like, you know, that's. But, you know, we're also doing it in honor of of the number of average bleeps from uh, Brandon every episode. Gotcha, gotcha. I I, I follow. <laughs> uh, speaking of Twitter, we got to give a shout out to uh, we got to give the uh, not another Buffalo podcast salute to uh, Skeet. Is, is is this guy's name? Yeah, on Twitter, gave us but, all the follow. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, he did. At, at Squeeter, Squeeter Sar. I don't even want to say this right. Uh, Squeeter Saris. That's yeah, that's well, a mouthful. He, that's a mouthful, but he I is like a it, cat dad. So SUNY, I can SUNY feel Brockport that. I, alum. I that. SUNY Brockport love. Yeah, he he tweeted. Um, everyone's got their Spotify wrapped uh, that they're sharing right now. So uh, Buffalo Rumblings was his uh, number one podcast. So he gave nice. everybody that's a part of Buffalo Rumblings a shout out, which is pretty cool. And you know, we all know that you know Buffalo Rumblings is awesome, and and you know, there's a bunch of other shows on here that we listen to and love. So that was pretty cool. So. I love 
Spotify wrapped. I don't care how many people hate on it. Post it. I want to see what you were listening to. Uh, you know, I'm always one that, you know, I was raised by a household of women and a dad who was obsessed with journey. So my taste of music doesn't, you know, it needs to grow. And I appreciate the musical wonders that I've had in my life. Like you guys. So speaking uh, of journey, uh, Journey was the uh, the number five artist on my Spotify Wrapped purely because of Tristan because we we share a Spotify account. Nice. So, and he's like he's like he was so mad at me. He's like you skewed all our stats because Cap and Co was our number one artist for the year. I was like, sorry, dude. Like, sorry. <laughs> you see the Cap and Co Wrapped, man. I mean, we're in the that was cool. 20, I didn't see that. Yep. Twenty twenty thou club, but yeah, like, no, 20K, it was, it was pretty cool. Yeah. So those of you who don't know, like. Pat and I have always uh, done music stuff together and we uh, started putting some stuff out on Spotify this year because I mean, I do, I engineer stuff professionally. So like I, I mix for artists and bands and stuff like that. And so I was like, Pat, do you want to start like putting some stuff out? You know, we'll just, we'll take some songs that you've written and I'll produce them and mix them and we'll put them out. And uh, but yeah, like almost no promotion or anything like that. And uh, got played in, I don't know, how many countries was it? I was trying to pull up the screenshot here. 86? Yeah. That 86 countries or something like that. But the, yeah. the funniest part about it was, uh, I like this. It was played, oh, 69 countries. <laughs> this, this is why. Okay, so it's, this is in the, <laughs> same, funny, John, this is the same page of Spotify wrapped. It was played in six. Oh, I'm sorry. This is just for Lost, uh, which is the, the Frank Ocean cover that we had that, that did the best this year. Um, it was played in 69 countries and it was added to 699 playlists. Wow. Hey. Double 69, man. World nice. advice to the world. Be generous lovers. You heard it here. Um, <laughs> you know. Speaking of generous lovers, how about that Thanksgiving day game, baby? Didn't we love to see that? It was, was generous. It? If you bet on it. Yeah. Was that That's part true. of Brando's bets? Was that a yes. lock? On All last three of those Parlay? games we might have been separate than the lock anyways. Yeah. But it anyway, doesn't matter. Yeah, we'll get to Brando's picks. bets in a second here. But anyway, so uh, our picks, we all uh, all had winning records this week, which Wee-hoo. hasn't happened in a while. I think since maybe the first time we did this. And if we all had losing records the first time, I, I, you know, maybe we wouldn't still be doing this. But anyway, Pat went four and two. Good week. Yeah, yeah. Getting closer and closer to 500 every day. I went four and two as well. So stayed a little bit above 500 uh, overall. And Brando was... Five and one, because you know we expect nothing less out of the man who <laughs> is not a financial advisor. Uh, <laughs> I'm not many things, guys. I'm not many things. Overall, Pat is sitting at 31 and 35, so could potentially reach 500 this week. And actually, so let's see if he's 31 and 35 right now. If you go five and one this week, you could be at 500 by the end of this. So. Anyway, overall, I'm 34 and 32, just barely above 500. And Brando is still at his commanding lead of 43 and 23. I did break so he's 40. Got, he's got 20 wins up on his losses right now. So you could go, you could, you could go 0 and 6 for the next three weeks and still have a winning record almost. What do we got? How many weeks is, are left? Five. Yeah, this is week 13. So we've got, and up to week 18. All right. So I need really, I just would love to lock in above. If I could clinch above a 500 record, I'd be happy. So, Oh dude, you, you're, you're totally good. You could go three and three the rest of the way and, and cruise. Man, I could go oh and six the rest of the way. I don't know what's going to happen, but I would just, if I do that, you know, well, you'll still win because if, if you're going to go oh and six, that means you got the bills pick wrong and you know that I'm always picking the bills and you and I are both yeah, doing that. That's so fair. that's fair. But 
All right. Well, let's uh, let's uh, let's get into it. Yeah, let's do it. Time for the guys to pick their picks in the pick six pickums. All right. First up on the docket, we have the absolute game of the year thus far. There could be more important ones down the line, so I don't want to say it's like absolutely the game of the year, but New England is coming into Buffalo. We're Trey Whiteless, but we are uh, Spencer Brown and maybe Starla Tulele plus and John Feliciano plus. But anyway, uh, Buffalo's two and a half point favorites, which is interesting because you could say if this was in New England, that might be, be a pick Yeah, it might be three points the other way because of the home spread. So two and a half points is less than the three point, you know, the home sting. So maybe they'd be favored in that one in a neutral field. It is neither here nor there. But anyway, uh, Brandon, who you got in this one? Like, what do you expect out of this game? I don't know. It's an interesting line because I'm curious if it moves as the weather forecast gets closer maybe a half a point towards New England. Even like you said, it brings those bottom tier teams higher. The over-under set pretty low. I think it's 43 and a half, which might be one of the lowest games that we see as the Bills play in all year. Two defensive teams, right? But the snow really is going to bother me. I am very much dreading. I don't really dread being at the stadium, but when I hear 50 mile an hour winds and like 35 degrees with mixed participation... Precipitation. I do it every time. time. (laughs) Yeah. So I just, it's going to be a cold, wet night and it just makes me want to dome even more. But I don't know. Give me the Bills. I'm not going to pick against them. Even if they win 17 to 13, it covers the spread. So, you know, Josh Allen can run in the snow. We drafted him with his big arm to throw through the wind. And I just hope our O-line and people can go out of this game injury-free. And Mac Jones can just be like pushed down a notch. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see what happens, but I'm going to take the bills. Yeah. Here's a question. Have we actually seen Josh in like snow, snow? Not snow, snow. I don't think. Cause yeah, I mean, I'm, tr- I'm not, I'm not trying to say that every game has to be like the, the snow game with the Colts a couple years back, but I don't know. I think that would be. It's been a cold, like, white game. I'm games. like nervous, but excited at the same time. If it happens, it happens, you know, but we could get some pretty cool, like, you know, generational highlights out of that. If that does happen, hey, but we I got mine. That's, I'm that's good not forever. what I'm hoping for. Like, I'm, not, I'm not hoping for that. But I used to be like that, dude. I'm telling you, I really loved the snow games. And then we got good. And then I was at one of the games and it was so cool. And then it got cold and then it got wet. And then I had to shovel my car out of six feet of snow. And, you know, it was like, OK, yeah, it's fun. While there's, it a, there's a non-consequential debate to be had about whether whether Josh would throw better in the snow or the cold rain. I think there's something snow. to be said, like probably snow because the ball isn't like soaking wet the entire time. I feel like time. they do a good job in the rain. They have towels, they have gloves, they have pockets. Like, Yeah, but that's that's also... Uh, actually, you, you said that on the other episode and I, I, I forgot to say this, but that's also conditional on them running a regular tempo offense. If they're going up tempo or something like that, like they don't have time to dry the ball. Like it's still getting rained on in the three or four seconds that you're snapping the ball. And if it's pouring, like that thing's not going to be dry at all. No, you're so, right. I didn't think about that. I mean, Josh has got a, Josh has got a big hand. So I don't, I don't anyway, 
But this I is this like, is this is totally inconsequential for this talk. I don't even know how we got on this tangent. But for Pat, though, what, what do you think? Because I feel like you know your your recent trend, but it's a close one. So I'm well, curious to see what you have to say. To uh, continue with the trend, I think you know Damian Harris being back. He's damn good. Jesus Christ, Jackson. And um, <laughs> Matt Judon, I don't think that's what the JC stands for, but um, I, I don't know, man. It's like, I hope the Bills win this game. And the only thing I will say, the only credence is that we thought the Bills Chiefs, what was it, week four, week five, was going to be the game of the year. And we won that game in convincing fashion, which would be great to see a similar performance. But for the sake of the Bills and of this show and of the Juju, sent out to all of us daily by the creator. I do not want to um, jeopardize that. So I got to, I got to pick the pads. So sorry, boys. Um, hopefully it doesn't come down to like a field goal or something. I, I would either like to be blown out by a ton or blow them out by a ton, but I see this game being close. Like Brandon said, and oh man, those make me uneasy. Well, take a one for the team. Uneasy is the keyword. Yeah. Your sacrifice is, is recognized. <laughs> Worst case scenario, I get a game. Up, I get a game up on you, boys. So <laughs> there you go, there you go. Couldn't hurt. Next up, we got uh, Washington headed into Vegas. Uh, Vegas is two and a half point favorites in this one. Brandon, what do you think about this matchup? I don't know. Two and a half points. Darren Waller's out, right? Yeah, yeah, he's out this week. Taylor Heineke plays pretty good. They lost last week, though, right? No, no, they no, beat they won. the Washington's Seahawks. won three games in a row. They did beat the Seahawks. So this would be their fourth game in a row to yeah. win. And they're two-point favorite, or they're two-point underdogs. All right, two and a half. Only because I don't see them winning four in a row. Uh, I would like them in like a pick them. No, I wouldn't because they're getting the two points. Like, give, me the, give me the Raiders. <laughs> yeah, just give me the Raiders, man. Uh, Derek Carr, give me the Raiders. All right. Pat, what about you? Well, I mean... I'm going to have to go um, with the Raiders. Unfortunately, I feel like they're going to let me down every time we get comfortable with the Raiders. Don't and think that they let found their- me down. Sorry. Actually, George, that's not the harmony we're looking for, George. That's <laughs> that's corny. Um, but, but we were anyway. looking for corny, though. No. <laughs> it's not the, that corny. Uh, watch the watch the let it be documentary if you guys have a chance um but no nah, man i mean it's one of those deals too i like the I, I like the washington football team in a sense that like if you guys remember last year the minute that obj went down that browns team like ascended at an insane rate and they're you know wft is three and oh since chase young's been hurt like so i don't know I, it might be one of those deals but i still gotta go with the raiders you know i don't know the ghost of deshaun jackson has a good game brandon jake or not Brandon Jacobs, Josh Jacobs. Maybe he actually like pulls some weight on my fantasy team, but uh, as much as I love you, Brandon Jacobs of the past. Yeah. Man. As much as I love riverboat Ram Rivera, like <laughs> I can't, can't bet on him. What about you, Johnny? Yeah. I'm with you guys. I, I think that Vegas is making a playoff push at this point in a uh, very crowded AFC. And even with Darren, without Darren Waller, I think they get it done. And, and Washington has like, Really come out of nowhere. And I almost kind of want to pick them in this one because of, of that little extra two and a half points and their hot streak and that kind of stuff. But I mean, that was against a weak Seattle team. And granted, they beat the Bucks too, but I'm I'm gonna stick with Vegas on that one. But so we're we're Vegas across the board there. Uh next up we got Baltimore headed into Pittsburgh. Baltimore is four and a half point favorites in this one. 
Uh, Brandon, who you got? Uh, definitely Baltimore. Steelers are kind of falling off. Ben Roethlisberger kind of looks middle-aged. He's not like super, super old, I think. I don't know. I don't know what to say with the Steelers. I feel like I'm giving them always a little too much respect because they beat the Bills. Uh, but then Lamar like throws up a stinker against Cleveland. But Did they say he was the first quarterback ever to throw four picks and win the game? Either that or he was like one of two quarterbacks ever to throw four picks and win the game. I don't know. I, I feel like that was that was like the Halloween game and everyone dressed up as Nathan Peterman. Uh, I, I was listening to, I think it was the afternoon show today, uh, and they were talking about the stat with Jim Kelly that he threw three picks in this game and then he comes out and throws five more touchdowns and they win. Um, but I don't know. Give me Lamar. I'll take Lamar to win this game. How many points are they giving up to the Steelers? Four? Four and a half. Yeah, no. I'll, I'll give up the four and a half. It's not a full touchdown and uh, I don't see the offense of Pittsburgh keeping up. So yeah. Pat, what about you? Well, um, you know, for as good as, um, some of the quote unquote players, um, on the Pittsburgh Steelers defensive side of the ball, maybe TJ Watts out. He's not playing. And this is a team that let up 40 plus points last week, man. I think Taylor Huntley covers the spread. Honestly, bro. Like, you know, if Lamar went down, if he had some sort of AJ Brown type deal where he had bad Chipotle, like I, I still think Huntley <laughs> covers the spread. Yeah. So we're, we're Baltimore across the board on this one. I'm with you guys. I think that was an easy pick. Um, this could easily be a bigger spread in my opinion, but it's, it's probably because Baltimore looked human against Cleveland, but you know, it's the AFC, you know, everyone plays down to their opponent this year. So that's, that's the, uh, that's the theme this year. Anyway, speaking of uh, bad opponents, San Francisco's heading into Seattle this week. Uh, Seattle just signed, signed Adrian Peterson to their practice squad this week, which apparently was a uh, win-now move. And if that's a win-now move, then there's a lot of Bills teams that would uh, like yeah. to talk to you about that um, <laughs> from the mid-2000s. But San Francisco's three-point favorites in this one. Brandon, who you got? All right, who do you got first? I want to hear what you got this time. Well, I think that, you know, some people can only take certain amount of disrespect and um handsome jimmy g has been really disrespected recently and they're saying oh you know jimmy's gone in 2022 it's trey lance's team it very well might be but on the defensive side of the ball seahawks are not very good and i mean i it's just one of those deals where i don't know it it, it sucks because russ he always has good years you know and he's just Good player in a bad, te- you know, good player in a bad team with limited game experience this year because I mean he missed a lot of time with that. What was it, pinky or ring finger? One of the two. Um, I don't know. I think had Russ played the entire season, yes, maybe, but he's been sporadic in how much he's been in the game. And Jimmy G's been disrespected, so you know he's going to be he's going to be foaming at the mouth, ready to throw blocks like he did. The, I, I want to say it was three or four weeks ago. He like was throwing blocks in like a rugby scrum, like on a goal line play. So give me the Niners. Brandon Ayuk too. Oh my God. That guy's coming out of nowhere. He had a crazy game last week. So him and um, Ayuk and what's the other guy's name? Debo Samuel. Both of those guys had crazy games. So I hope your, I hope your fantasy bench quarterback doesn't get disrespected any longer because he's going to score you lots of points this week with uh, a Rogers on the bye. Fingers crossed. Brandon, what about you? Who you got in this one? I was going to say, speaking of coming out of nowhere, uh, if Jimmy G has that issue with Miss Khalifa, man, she might not be happy. But wait, wait, Jimmy and Mia Khalifa are having they, they had a thing together. You're saying <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, God, dude, like two beautiful, two beautiful people, like like dude, they would be they would have the most beautiful child together. Like 
that's that's attractive people finding each other i think if we all had to drink every time pat called jimmy g attractive or beautiful or handsome <laughs> i would be falling down the stairs in my apartment but like you know water dude. is wet and the sky is blue so what are we gonna say man yeah if it was uh, eggnog shots you'd be dead oh i wouldn't you'd explode know. but i don't know who to take because i don't want to take russell because his team is bad and he seems like he's checked out there him and Pete carroll don't seem eye to eye it's not the fact that they're both short guys but uh they're just different philosophically um, so I'm going to take the Niners here, even with Miss Khalifa distracting Jimmy G from the sideline. So they just have that defense that, uh, like you said, Russell's finger has really been bothering him. I think that that time that he missed really sank their season. So he's not in it mentally. He's ready to go somewhere else. I, you know, Russell Wilson watch could be like Aaron Rodgers watch in the offseason. We'll see. But yeah, give me the Niners. He's still mad that Pete Carroll threw it on second and goal six years ago. But uh. <laughs> uh, I mean, I hate to be boring in this one, but uh, I'm taking San Francisco too. Seattle we're doesn't. Gonna, we're, Seattle, we're going to be the same across the board, except for I mean, Pat picked New England, so I guess we're we're not all okay. the same so far. But I don't know. Seattle has been. I, I saw a stat today that actually surprised me a little bit because teams like Seattle that were in a couple of Super Bowls and per, are perennial playoff teams. You know, you can almost count on them being in the playoffs almost every year, like up until the last two or three years with the Seahawks. But their first and second round draft picks, like... You have not hit. Yeah, they have not hit at all. DK Metcalf is pretty much the only first or second round draft pick in the last eight years that they've had that have, has really contributed to their team in, in a big way. So interesting to see that too with, with them moving forward. And, you know, maybe... I don't see them being good next year either. So I, I think it'll be interesting to see where Russell Wilson ends up. You know, if he finishes his career there, I don't think he's going to have another Super Bowl, much less go to the playoffs every year either. So that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. But anyway, that's a, that's a doomsday story that we don't have to worry about because we're the freaking Bills. now. <laughs> but anyway, next up on the docket, we got the Chargers going into Cincinnati. Cincinnati's hot right now and the Chargers that are not. Uh, Cincinnati's three-point favorites in this one. Pat, you want to go first on this one too? Yeah, it's hard because it's like someone like Miss Khalifa who is established in her her realm of professionalism I feel like is easier to pick on a consistent basis <laughs> as where, you know, in games like this, you know, <laughs> this is, I mean, Justin Herbert and, and Joe Burrow, like, you know, they're... They're still youngsters out there and they're still prone to, you know, making mistakes. And we got super high on Joe Burrow earlier in the season. And then he had a couple of duds. Same thing with Justin Herbert. I will say Justin Herbert has terrible defense backing him, though. I will. But Chargers defense is stacked. Um, so I guess they're they're just underperforming. Bro, they let up 44 points to the Browns, who are god awful. But that's true. On the offensive side of the ball. But um That's true. And a and a pretty sound Browns defense let up. You know, forty some odd points to the uh, the Chargers in that game too. Just one of those so, games. But give me, give me, Mister uh, Athens, Ohio himself, Joe Burrow. If he can keep his knee all together for the remainder of the game, then yes. What about you, Johnny? I got I got Cincinnati down for this one too. I'm honestly surprised with how these teams are playing that the spread is only three. Uh, being in Cincinnati. So the Chargers desperately need a win. If they don't win this, I don't think that they're making the playoffs. 
or even have a chance of it. Even if they do win, you know, with, with the way the AFC is shaping up, I don't, I don't see them making the playoffs, which I think if you're a Chargers fan is a huge disappointment because the way that they started this season and the way that they were looking at the beginning of this season, they looked like second tier AFC up there with the likes of, you know, the beginning of the year Browns, you know, and a lot of these other teams. So and they're in yeah. a damn good division, too. I mean, people are always talking about how great the AFC North is, and it is. It's a very good division. But also, I mean, the worst team in the AFC West right now is 6-5. and five. You know what I mean? Raiders are 6-5, and five, Chargers are 6-5, and five, Broncos are 6-5. and five. Yeah. Chiefs yeah. are 7-4. and four. So I, I feel like, you know, I don't know. Like you were saying, the AFC is a crapshoot, and you never know really what's going to happen. But, I mean... To the Chargers' defense, they do play in like an insanely tough division. So, I don't know if I see him in the postseason. Yeah, sure, Brandon. What What do you think? Are we going to be boring again? No, I'm going to take LA only because Ooh. they get the points, three points. If it was two and a half, I would take Bengals. But I'm take I'm taking the three because I feel like it's going to be a Chargers, a very Philip Riversy Chargers game where it's close the whole time and they lose on a field goal or they lose on a, something fluky. <laughs> I've watched every Chargers game, I swear, I've ever watched ends that way. And like having Phillip Rivers for six years as a, in his prime as a fantasy quarterback, like I watched a lot of their games. And I, I know it's a new staff coming in, but and they're making the trip across the country too from LA. But they, they're they on the chopping block. If they don't win this game, they're going to really fall back. And Justin Herbert, this is like his really... You know, this is a make or break game for their season. So you can't really say that about Cincinnati, I don't think, because you know, the way that the AFC is right now, they could kind of sneak in, I think. But the Chargers need to keep pace with their division. Whereas they, you know, if they lose and the Raiders win and, uh, you know, the Chiefs win, it's looking tough. But give me, Bur- give me Burrow to lose this game. Or no, but they might win. Bengals might win, but I'm going to take the points and I'm going to take the Chargers. So. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. That seventh win is like elusive because I mean you're seven and four and you drop a game, you're seven and five, no big deal. But if you're six and five and you drop a game, like you're at five hundred with what four weeks left to go, five weeks left to go. So who knows? Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how this AFC shakes out because at least one of these teams that we think is I don't I don't want to say not fit for the playoffs, but like one of these teams, I mean, with the 17 playoff format is going to sneak in at, you know, probably like 10 and seven, maybe even nine and eight, depending on how the AFC shakes out uh, with division matchups coming up. And uh, so, yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting. It could even be Miami at this point, like Miami. And oh, don't England. even speak that into existence, John. Come on. I'm just saying the AFC is crazy right now. And it doesn't it doesn't reduce any confidence that I have in the Bills, but it's nuts. Like for the month of November, New England and Miami went undefeated. So to give you like a perspective of how things can change in a month, like it's gonna come down to how December is, you know? Some some team will lose out and some team will win out. And I think we'll be surprised at what the playoffs look like because I think that it's gonna look a lot different than what the playoff picture looks at right now. But Speaking of Miami, uh, the Giants are heading down there. Uh, Miami is four-point favorites in this one. Uh, but Brandon, who you got? Miami is favorited by four, so I'm going to take the zoo. Mac or Daniel Jones is out, right? Yeah, Jake Fromm from. yeah, from might start this game. Yeah, give me the Dolphins then. 
Uh, that's a quick switch. I don't like giving up four points in this game. So I feel like this is the least confident I am about any of the games right now. Um, but I'm going to take the Dolphins. Give me the points. I think they can cover with Jalen with Waddle, right? He's the receiver. Tua's been playing yeah. better. Well, that's um, what they were saying. Tua, like, past two months is, like, top 10 and, like, uh, yeah. QBR or whatever. But still not one of the top 10 quarterbacks. Yeah, stats, stats are liars. Yeah, but I, you're right, though. <laughs> it, they're, they're truthers just enough for me to take them here in this game. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be a truther. I'm going to take Tua. Pat, what about you, man? You well, going to spice it up? I will say Daniel Jones did throw for 167 yards on 28 completions, which is like, what the fuck? You're, you're terrible. What are you, what are you doing? But, um, so that's, I don't that's think it, tre- that's a Trent Edwards that, stat right there. Literally a Trent Edwards stat. So, I mean, I don't think the drop off from Dan Jones to like Jake Fromm at this point could be that bad. And like Kadarius Tony's playing again. He's probably the best offensive player. I mean, in, in as much as I want to say, the Dolphins are trash because they lost to the Jaguars. Like, give me an upset alert. Ding, 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 ding on um, Giants right here. You know, Brian Flores, he looks like he's finally feeling relaxed and, um, you know, idle hands make for the devil's work. Um, you know, I, I I don't even know. I mean, if Brian, if he doesn't get his crap together, I don't even know if he's in Miami next year. You know, he, he looks like a um, fatter, sadder version of, of friend of the show Joshua Johnson so like I really hope that um you know whatever for Brian's sake he doesn't get fired but I I I think he's gonna lose this week well Pat I think you just set a record for colloquialisms in the same pick I think there was at least three or four of them in there (laughs) I'm I'm going Miami on this one the Giants are you know they're kind of hard to predict at this point except for the fact that they just kind of look bad um but yeah so those are our picks, and uh, we'll recap those next week on the show. See how we did. Brandon and I had identical picks for that one, which I guess is kind of boring, but at least I can't lose any more ground to him. So we're either going to sink or swim all together, and uh, who knows? We're all you know, Pat- in this together. Oh, I'm going to throw up in my mouth a little bit. Hey, man. Troy right, is well, in the house. <laughs> we're going to take a quick break and when we get back we're going to get into Brando's bets which is uh, back on track so stick around Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G Podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. 
time for Brando's Bets. Not financial advice, please gamble responsibly. Woo! I'll say it again for those of you that didn't hear it. Woo! We're back! <laughs> We did it! <laughs> we did it. All right. Happy Turkey Day, guys. I felt thankful on Thursday for Brando's bets. This podcast, the Buffaling Rumbling, Buffalo Rumbling, you know, the Buffalo Rumbling Network, the the Rumbling Tumbling Josh Allen on our way to a nice, easy victory against the Saints and a nice lining of our pockets with turkey, gravy, cranberry, and some cash. So um, don't put cranberries in your pocket. No stuffing, right? Never stuffing. Ugh controversial like i said i'll just stuff my pockets with cash instead so um we're gonna stick with the simple stuff because it seems to work and those of you that are gonna come to the game on monday night you all know i like to pick the bills games in this but first time this year i'm not gonna bet on the bills game uh because of the weather it could get wild it could get hasty it could get icy but not exciting for me because uh, that's going to change the way the bets are played. So I'm going to leave them out of the bet this week. But Johnny kind of inspired me a little bit here to, you know, help me out a little to find some good games. And we didn't agree on a lot of them because he seemed to be a little bit more riskier. Right. I think I've just been shark bit too much this time. Maybe. I mean, what even is risk at this point with, with the parody in the NFL this year, Brando's parlays were going great until, you know, teams like the Bills started to lose to the Jags. Yeah. And, and you Lamar know, drops the, games to the Dolphins, you know. Yeah. And the, well, the, it's the dumb because I can be 20 games over 500 in my games picks, but I pick three games and one guy hits an upright on a crossbar or something and it goes wrong. Right. But, Usually it goes right when people hit uprights uh, for Brenda's bets. But, but anyway, so this week we got four leg parlay because again, these are all favorites, right? This is nothing, right? These are not hot takes. But um, we multiply the odds together and we get a positive number and we bet on it. So we get start with the Colts uh, at Houston. Colts look good against Tampa last week. I don't know about you guys. If you caught any of that game without the Bills playing. Dude, that return at the end of the game was like insane. I thought he was taking it to the house. Yeah. And it was way closer than I thought it was going to be. We did say Indy was built to beat that team, but I think they're definitely going to beat the Texans, right? Even if it's a divisional game, like, yeah, if they lose to the Texans here after the way that they've played the last few weeks, we'll have some serious questions leading into this home stretch of the season. So I'll take Indy. The other one here, I think I'm going to go with Tampa again, the aforementioned Tom, though, shall not be named last name, rhymes with Grady. Nice. That was Um, smooth. But against Atlanta. We're going to let him go back to his Super Bowl win over them and just smear it in their face again another 28 to 3. So give me the give me the Bucks over Atlanta. Then uh give me LA. Matt Stafford might be throwing some interceptions, but the Jags still can't throw touchdowns. So I will uh I'll take the Rams there and then finally I'll take Arizona over Chicago. Chicago is quite a mess. Um again, Matt Nagy. So that's all I got to say about <laughs> That's him. all you need to say. Um, so it comes out to plus 108 if, if those hit, which is not the best odds that we've had. But if you bet 50, you win 104. So you double up instead of triple up. So it seems a little bit more safer. Um, looking at the total points in games, like the Bills over-under is 43. If we get closer to the game and the weather gets a little nicer, I might bet the over. 
But if it's going to get real bad, I'm going to look at the under. So that's going to be a game time decision for me just to keep an eye out. It'll be if you're trying to get some action on that Monday night. Gosh, that kind of scares me a little bit that even betting the over under on that game whatsoever, because there's more than one factor involved with that besides the weather. It's like, you know, you, you, you can almost guarantee that Bill Belichick is going to try to get the Bills to run, knowing that that's their weakness. And if they succeed, and this does look like the first matchup from last year where, you know, it's like each team is scoring under 20 points. Well, like, the final of last year was still 24-21, right? Like we, it was still 45 total points put up. But that's still yeah, a low-scoring yeah, yeah. game against yeah, the NFL. That, yeah, yeah that, that's fair. But This game's tough to bet. It like, is. It is. Like, I, I don't advise I think anybody there's, to bet There's it. a larger <laughs> chance that this is some, like... You know, low scoring slugfest than than a shootout for sure. Even though the the Patriots have been putting up points recently, and we know the Bills can put up points, but yeah, I don't know. I don't I'm not even, confident. I, just, I don't have an inclination of what's going to happen in that game. I'm not confident that New England's going to score enough, even if it was nice out, to get to the over on that because they're looking at 21-23 as a final. Bills up 20-23-21 and. On a nice day, that's a lot of points that the Bills defense would give up. So on a crappy day, the Bills might score 20. They might score 17. They might score 23. But even with the weather, I don't know, because they could run the ball. They could run the ball. You could have a, uh, a classic Bills performance. And, you know, like I, I don't believe in Mac Jones at all. You could easily have Bills 35 to 3 and still hit the under two, you know, with a, yeah. an offensive route. So it's, I don't know. I would wait. I would wait on that. The fact that you want to pick the over on that with good weather and I just want to hit the under maybe is like, I don't know. Just, I guess, go with your gut. My gut's telling me not to eat McDonald's. So, yeah. Well, you did that anyway. So, (laughs) (laughs) so that four leg parlay is Colts over Texans, Bucks over Falcons, Rams over Jags, and Arizona over Chicago. That's a plus 108 odds. So, bet 50, win 54. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, fifty-four plus the yeah, original fifty-four. 50 is bad. Yeah, yeah, 54. yeah. So, not bad. I mean, honestly, the fact that we've been we landed five parlays in a row that were all like plus two hundred or more. Oh, there was, more. I was think, pretty cool. What's the lowest? What's the lowest one here? Uh, I don't remember. I don't have them all in the same note. I got it right here. The lowest odds are minus three seventy-five with Arizona. So it's minus three seventy five minus. Oh, sorry. I thought you were talking about our parlays uh, historically. Total? Like, oh, which yeah, one have we had the lowest odds? But these are yeah. probably the lowest odds combined because oh, hundred percent minus four fifty five minus three seventy five minus five sixty and minus seven fifteen are pretty bad. Like, well, that's why I was telling you about the parlay that I had put together because I picked games that had spreads less than five um, that I thought that were were locks, and then put three of those together. But these are these are games with larger spreads. So when those odds add together, you're still only ending up with you know plus one hundred eight. No, I get it. I get it. What you're saying, and like with our picks, I'll go with that. But no, Brando's bets, I try to be conservative. Yeah, well, that's that's why you're winning the game standings, and that's why we call it Brando's bets and not John O'Kass bets. <laughs> well, all right. Well, that's uh that's your Brando's bet of the week, and uh, not financial advice. Star, no right. matter how much Pat will say. Brandon is a financial advisor. <laughs> He's my financial advisor. <laughs> uh, I want to know, though, if anybody's listening and they've had any bad bets recently, bad beats, or you say, and you want to tweet at us and 
let me know. I'm all ears for that. I like hearing what people put down and what they win and what they lose. So. All right. So to keep you guys updated, um, the Food Bank of Northwestern Louisiana is up to $128,000 in donations from Bill's Mafia. That's 4,500 4, individual donations. So yeah, that, that's pretty exciting. And uh, don't forget, uh, we'll put the link in the show notes like we did last time if you want to donate to the uh, the Food Bank of Northwest Louisiana. And then we'll put the link in there. And we've been doing our, uh, our donations in increments of $27 to honor Trey White. So also I think that um, they're going to try to do a whiteout for uh, the Monday night game, pass out a bunch of towels, wear your white jerseys. So. I saw that. And I think it'll be funny with the snow. So. Oh dude, I was just going to say true. that. <laughs> I was not going to put the pun. I was not going to make it because I know you guys would make fun of me. It was there. Yeah, that's right. We, uh, we already railed Brandon for his puns off air. So uh, you have no idea how hard it was for me to know. Anyway, I think that's going to wrap it up for this one. Uh, remember, you can follow us on Twitter at NotBuffPodcast, and uh, you can check out all of our individual Twitters, in- including Pat's amazing burner Twitter, which is high-quality content uh, just recently created. So find that link in our uh, our show bio and stuff like that. Like I said, we'll have the uh, the link to the Food Bank of Northwestern Louisiana in the show notes. Hopefully we're uh, celebrating a win next Monday night. Um, we might be up pretty late taping this episode to get it out on Tuesday. But yeah, hopefully we're celebrating a win and I'll see you guys on, uh, on Tuesday. Sounds all good, right, guys. all right. Shreveport, Louisiana. Take care, it's a city. <laughs> <laughs>